Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody, welcome. So sorry for the delay in in, in getting things rolling here. Um, just like all of you are experiencing this new online digital world, you know, for those of us that have been around for a while doing this, we never could have anticipated the kind of, how should I say it, the kind of interaction that we would have. You know, today, um, I know those of you that are watching on Facebook, you're probably just seeing a couple of still images. Well, we have to figure that out. But, you know, it has to do with what it is about fear and what's happening with fear and extra precautions or things that are happening. I think we're all on the edge of, my friend likes to say, we're on that pinnacle, that place where we forget to trust. But today, Tannis McRae is joining me here today because we're going to get excited about fear. And there's a reason to get excited about fear. Uh, if you know who Tannis is, you'll know that one of the things she does is she helps people understand that there are core beliefs. And those core beliefs get us either to where we want to go or not. And this is really, for many of you, if you think about the kind of lives we have and you think about talking to Tannis, one of the things we know is how we step forward, what we say to ourselves, what we don't, how we say it, how we don't, that is all about whether or not we are going to be able to live the life we want. Today, as many of you on a very early Zoom meeting I was on this morning will tell you, we're having to take extra precaution precautions. And why is that? Because... I think what's going on is these people just have way too much time on their hands. So I want to say we'll figure out the Zoom thing, we'll figure out the Facebook thing, and we'll get this resolved. But today, it's all about getting excited about fear. Tannis, it's great to have you. Thanks, Dr. Pat. It's great to be here. Well, you know, here's what's happening. I mean, you know, take let's take a look at fear and why, why mm-hmm. Zoom has now had extra precautions. There are three main reasons. One, I think people have way too much time on their hands, and so they're hacking Zoom meetings. I don't know how they're hacking ours. <laughs> they're not, actually. Two is that fear may drive people to a whole different level if we let us. Mm-hmm. But today you're here to talk with us about what we're going through. What are the cycles, right? Mm-hmm. Are we recognizing the energetic force that we're carrying forward. You know, this morning I got a fax and this should kick this off to get you rolling about suffering. (laughs) 
it was a death certificate and it came through on our fax number and I got it and I think it was wrong. I think it came to the wrong place, Mm -hmm. but we need to find out who this belongs to. And I thought to myself, are we faxing death certificates now? Or is it just crazy time, people with too much on their mind, and they're doing the spam thing? (laughs) Whatever it is, you're here to help us prepare for any and all of it today, right? I am. You know, fear will take you in one of two directions. It will take you deeper into the shadow or deeper into the fear, or it will open a doorway that says, you know, do you feel safe? Do you know what safe feels like? Right? So you can, so you can use the fear to then pull you further into the manifestation of fear. And there's nothing right or wrong with that. It just gives you the death certificates and the hacking and, and it gives people sort of exasperating or, or expanding that fear. And it just builds on itself like a snowball, right? So, so you, you go deeper into fear and feel less and less and less and less safe. Or you go, that's what getting excited about fear. I know I, when I told my husband that was that I was going to call this, he was like, what? <laughs> like people don't want to hear that. And I'm like, but the thing is you can't throw mud in a mud puddle and get a smaller mud puddle. Right. 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 So you, you've got to counter the energy with some higher, faster vibration. So if you start to get excited about your fear, like, oh, I don't feel safe. And I'm never, I'm going to disclaimer here, giant disclaimer with lots of asterisks. I'm not talking about physical fear. I'm always talking about emotional, mental, and spiritual. Thank you. Yes. Physical is a whole other tangible space. You do not want someone hacking into your system. That's a physical, tangible um, abuse. Right? That's right. That's so right. I am never, I, don't, I mean, you know, I don't work in the realms of that sort of physical. I'm not a policeman or a doctor or any of that. I deal in the emotional realm and the mental realm and the spiritual realm, but mostly the emotional realm. Now, most people don't feel emotionally safe and they don't know how. They don't know how to feel emotionally safe. Can I witness someone having an emotion and feel safe? That's That's the question. Nobody grows up with that. Nobody grows up with the idea. I can watch somebody be angry and feel safe at the same time. Look at, get this story. I want you to comment on this because remember what we're talking about here, getting excited about fear. (laughs) So the first, So the first time I brought home a partner to my Italian family for a Sunday dinner. (laughs) Now, I'm not saying all y'all don't email me and say, oh, my Italian family is not like yours. Okay. (laughs) It may be and it may not. But you know, Tannis, everything from the movies that you see right? Everything you see with the people around the table and the food flying and the meatballs are done too much (laughs) and the pasta is overcooked and, you know, Italian cuss language, Zambuca, espresso, everybody talking at the same time. 
right? And they turn to the person you brought and say, hey, what's up with you? What, what are you doing at the dinner? Like, are you a family member? How did you get here? I mean, there's a sense of fear that could come from an experience like that. Nobody, nobody threw any meatballs. No, nobody got hit with the meatballs. <laughs> But we all have different ways of expressing ourselves. That's right. Do we get ramped up in times when they're global? Absolutely. Collective yeah. and global. Because yeah. now, again, you remember you're at all times operating from three focuses, individual focus, collective focus, universal focus, right? So whatever you put your attention on and your intention on is what you will experience, right? So fear really is a safety issue, okay? So it's always a safety issue. We're right now collectively in a deep safety issue. You know, this is the core of our humanity. We're, we're hitting the root chakra of humanity. <laughs> we're all dancing around in the root chakra here of safety and security. So my point is you can look at the fear and say will I let this become even bigger of a safety issue and go deeper into it and troll and you know hack zoom or will I go here's a doorway to how can I feel safe because I know fear is being brought up every day and now almost in every moment if you're you know there's no unless you um, unless you isolate yourself from it, you can watch it 24 seven. You can watch fear now 24 seven. Now fear is like a magnet. So when you start feeling and seeing and observing fear, everything you've ever feared in your life <laughs> starts bubbling up like bubbles through the bottom of your soda, right? Yeah. It starts to bubble up. So it starts to activate not just external fears, but now we're internal fears internal fears how do you get away from those you can't just turn the tv off right no so now here you are now you're looping in your own internal unconscious until this moment fears yeah but then i get excited let's talk about why you get excited about it i, <laughs> I, I want to talk story with you we're going to skip the break here benny olivia i want to talk about this because there is logic to what we're about to say for many people that are thinking i don't want to listen to this please listen for the moment please listen i have achieved extraordinary things at the greatest points of pain in my life now do i ask for pain to do that no but when i think about what i've been able to accomplish age six, 17, you know, uh, and I can go on, you know, job loss, homeless, right? Creating a network, the ups and downs of that, right? Going in, starting a, a brand new network, having a show, paying it. We can go on about it, right? Taking care of a kid who is physically challenged. I mean, all of the above. But don't you think at some level, if we would only realize that inside of us, we have this innate ability to rise up like the Phoenix. We do. And 
the thing is, if you sort if you wait until it's saturated and you're forced to move forward, which is good. I mean, you know, nothing motivates you like pain and fear. Good <laughs> motivators. <laughs> but you know, we can also be motivated by joy. We can be motivated by happiness. We can be motivated by other things. We can look. And I mean, I think our whole creative arts, our whole music, everything is coming out of the motivation from a very saturated experience of of fear, of anger, of hurt, of sadness, of grief. And those are all normal, natural emotions. Fear is a very handy emotion if you got a cougar chasing you. Do you know what I mean? That's going to get you moving. I do. Listen, I've been in the desert on vision quests and nothing like seeing that big old mountain lion or cougar (laughs) track. Right. You know what I'm saying? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That is not a human print. Right. That's right. But I'm also from New York. I'm also from New York and people look at me in an interesting way sometimes you know, I go down to LA and do a video and I look at next to my name, spiritual leader, right? Uh, I, I take a look at the people getting a hold of me from my class reunion and they can't even believe I'm still alive. But I want to talk about this thing about getting excited about fear because see, you figured this out, Tannis, right? <laughs> you have figured this out. And that's really what's underneath our conversation today, isn't it? Yes. All right. Yes. Yes. So what I figured out is I can wait until I'm forced to move forward, or I can be really paying attention to what I'm experiencing emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, and I can face it on my own terms. So I find, okay, this is um, discomfort. Discomfort is probably the best word for me. So when someone hurts my feelings or I get afraid, I, instead of, instead of reacting to it, my favorite, favorite thing to do is to get curious. I think curiosity is an incredible tool. So all of a sudden I'm like, well, why does that hurt my feelings? Why does that make me feel afraid? Like what, what's behind that? What happened in my past that makes me still feel afraid? Because emotional memories are not something you can remember. All emotion is something you are experiencing. You can't remember an emotion. You can only experience an emotion. So when that fear comes up, anything that may, is I, that's um, aligned with that in my own experience or even in the external experience will show up like like it's getting drawn towards you. So then I can take that step back. Now that's a really important word. I take a step back and I become the observer of it. So what I call the compassionate observer. So not just observing, but compassion. I'm bringing compassion forward as well. So now all of a sudden I'm bringing in a very very beautiful high vibration compassion which i once heard heard uh described as fierce grace and i loved that a fierce grace it's like i am actually willing to turn and face this thing that's making me afraid so i started to get excited about when i felt something coming up because i'm like now this will no longer be unconscious this won't be stuck in me like a magnet bringing all these experiences that continue to 
create the discomfort, to continue to create the anxiety, continue to create the fear, continue to create things because knowledge is power. Consciousness is power. So that's why I say evolving on purpose. It was one of the reasons why I call, you know, use that in my title of the show on Transformation Talk Radio and in my book. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm going to do this on purpose. Like, I'm not going to sort of be flailing around and hoping I come out of this with less bruises and broken limbs. Like, I want to actually be conscious. I want, it's like I say at the end of every one of my shows, if you don't decide who you are in that moment, that moment will decide who you are. Yeah. I want to talk about this. Listen, every day I get like you, you we are out in the world and, yeah. and we're business people. And we are out there just like everybody else is out there right now. And um, there are two things I look forward to on a regular basis, but I want to talk about these patterns of pain Mm -hmm. and what you just said to transform them, right? Because, you know, later on, we're going to talk about extracting the wisdom from it. But first, right, one, we have to acknowledge we all have them. Yes. Yes. We all have them. We, they may not be like, like right there all the time. For some people, right, Tannis, they are there all the time. There are yes, people absolutely. that, and my heart goes out to them, that they're there all the time. Um, but for other people, they get drawn, triggered, whatever the language is. Freud used one term, you used another. Maslow used something else. But nobody does it better than Viktor Frankl in my book because... We have the opportunity, like you said, once that thing comes up, right? Mm-hmm. That's when we get real excited and say, aha, yes, you're the one, right? <laughs> That's right. What do we do after that? Because this is so important for folks today to help them. You know, when mm-hmm. you realize, wait a minute, I am out of food. I am out of money. Oh, now what? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that because we are getting very resourceful here. Yes. We, I don't know if you read about Seattle, but you know, you could say a lot of things about Amazon and Jeff Bezos, but he just donated like 2000 laptops. Mm-hmm. You know, we're watching Bill Gates and Melinda Gates, Benny, I said it right this time, uh, <laughs> come out of the gate. All of a sudden there's a vaccine or there's this, we see fighter fighters and people in New York that are in their homes, sewing, hand sewing, creative masks, right? They're not just masks. They're like Harley Davidson. (laughs) Okay, you know where my brain is. But from your perspective, this is a body of work that you do every day. This is what you do. Tell us about, I'm in the pattern of pain. Generally, I don't want to be there. How do I get from I don't know if you could see that little joy sign behind me. (laughs) How do I get from there to here, even incrementally? What have you discovered? First thing is the acknowledgement of it. You can't do anything with what you don't know is there, right? So as, as soon as it becomes conscious, and that's what the discomfort is, right? The discomfort is the, is the little knock on the door at the back of your head going, hello, <laughs> hello, I got something back here. <laughs> Could you deal with this pattern? And, and lots of people, everybody gets those. Everybody gets those, but it's what do you pay attention to them? Now, what we're experiencing right now is the perfect opportunity to pay attention to them because the reason why most people don't catch that little knock at the back of the door until I always say there's a nudge, 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 shove, 
So you don't hear the three nudges that your, your psyche was giving you. And the reason why is because we're so distracted. So we're distracted by life, work, problems, day-to-day, mundane, everything. We're so distracted. There's mm-hmm. so much um, external stimulus yeah. coming toward us that we don't hear the little voice go, excuse me, <laughs> your discomfort's because of this, what happened when you were five. And then you you carry on. So it gets, it just gets re- it gets put back in, it will come up again. But again, if you're in distraction, you won't see it or feel it or hear it or know it or even go looking for it. But right now we're in this incredible space globally, which gets me even more excited because now it's not just one little tiny group of people. (laughs) Well, I mean, let's take about, let's take this uh, uh, situation right here. Right. Uh, We ran into a hiccup with Facebook. This is Facebook. Now, the question is normally when people run into hiccups, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, oh my God, we can't do Facebook or we can't do whatever that is. But we, we have the best trained people, Jessica, Zach, Olivia, right? Benny. Um, we have people that plan A is not working, go to plan B. So I was sitting here and I, I, I monitor Facebook and Olivia puts up this beautiful infographic on repeating behavior pattern today, right? So this is it. If you go to that place of panic, panic shows up. But if we can find another place to go. Excitement. Excitement may show up. When we come back, I want to talk with you, Tannis McCray, everybody. I want to talk with Tannis about what it is we can extract but what is the call to action for us you know this is the thing that i i can't wait i want to talk to you about this because you can have an awareness but what is it about extracting the inner wisdom that will get you to take action so so you know look if you're unemployed and you don't know your next step and you've been watching disastrous things happen do you think you don't have an end game? When we come back, we're going to talk to you about how extracting that inner wisdom for yourself not only is going to help you, but you can do something to help other people today, mm-hmm. even in the face of fear. We'll be right back. Raising the vibrations through stimulating conversations while exploring the mysteries of Atlantis and Lemuria on Tales from the Merworld Radio with me, Amira Beth. Join us every second and fourth Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Be ready to feel empowered and an active part of the changing earth. For more information about me, visit AmiraBeth.com. Hey, how's it going? If it's stressful or just plain exhausting, New Light Living is here to ask, is this the way you want to live? Join me, your intuitive spiritual life coach and host, Orika Sullivan, every week on New Light Living. Discover the power of creative tools to start living every day as your ideal dream day. See your life in the new light. To learn more, visit newlightliving.com. Are you ready to awaken to your divine and true potential? 
Tune in to a Spirited Exchange Radio with me, Carrie Kadambi, every second and fourth Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. We discuss the evolution of the modern mind and how the power of awakening, healing, and connecting allows us to step into living a life of love in action. For more information about me, visit thedivineguidancegift.com. Have you ever wondered what your pets think about? Do you know what your pets are saying to you? Dr. Monica will be your pet's translator to help you understand what your pets are trying to communicate to you. Enhance the bond with your furry friends on Pets Talk with Pet Communicator, Dr. Monica, each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information about Dr. Monica, visit PetCommunicator.com. Living a richly abundant life sound too good to be true? Listen in to Richly Abundant Women with Julie Steelman on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Embrace a vibrant future of breaking free financially and creating a richly abundant life filled with prosperity and growth. To learn more about Julie Steelman and Richly Abundant Women, visit www.juliesteelman.com. What would you do with the power of community? How do you create your own rituals? Tune into Living Your Gifts with me, Susan Huff, Ancient Applications for Modern Times, the second Wednesday of each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Our lives begin with the stories we are told and the stories we tell ourselves. Storytelling is the key. To learn more about me, visit LivingYourGifts.com. That's LivingYourGifts.com. I'm loving it, Benny. Thank you. <laughs> Christine Aguilera got the Crust Busting Award. And by the way, we are getting ready to do that again. Uh, oh, Olivia, I forgot to tell you, I have one more website for you to work on, the Crust Busting site. Hey, everybody, Tannis McRae is in the house. I love this. Listen to this show, Getting Excited About <laughs> Fear. And I want to go back with a caveat right away. And I want to say, we are not talking about physical fear because, look, I grew up in New York. I know physical fear. Many of you know physical fear. That is not what we're talking about today. Mm. Um, before we kind of kick it up now and talk about extracting inner wisdom and what to do next to really accelerate, accelerate and celebrate and celebrate are good. <laughs> How do people find out about you? You've got a six-week online course. You've got a whole lot of other things. You've got mentoring programs. You work with people custom to custom, one-on-one, no one-size-fits-all for you. But how do people get any or all of that? Well, Tannis Central, www.tannismcrae.com, McRae, M-C-R-A-E, dot com, and that's that's where you'll find my workshops. Uh, you'll find how to access my book. You can access my workshop. So I have a workshop coming up at the end of April. It's it's perfectly timed. It, I, I didn't do it on purpose, but it did. It is on purpose. It's called Walking Through Shadow, and it's basically about that fear is safe, vulnerability is safe, and it's about moving through your fear without being afraid. And so I think that that's pretty timely right now. It's a six week course because it takes six weeks to really start to create those new patterns of how to deal with fear when it comes up. And, and also to, I, I teach my courses a little different than most people. So I tell people, I don't teach this course. 
I orient you. Your life teaches yeah. you the course. So I know that in between the Thursday where I do that session one and the next Thursday, life is going to bring each person in that course a perfect opportunity custom suited to them where they will have to face or look at observe compassionate observer a fear in their life i don't i couldn't possibly do that from where i am but boy the universe just jumps on board and goes oh you need a fear you're talking about fear that's the magnetism i'm talking about so when we set that intention for you to walk through shadow your shadows come up and that's what's happening right now your shadows are coming up your fears are coming up those looping patterns of pain and suffering are coming up. And the reason why I should get excited is because they're coming up. <laughs> they're not hidden away. They're not lost in your, um, in your past. They're here and they're asking you, do you still wanna do it this way? Do you still wanna have this pattern? Do you still wanna be afraid of other people's anger, other people's emotions? You know, when something happens to us when we're three, we still remember it like we're three. That's an emotional memory. When something happens when you're 16, you remember it like you were 16. That's right. So, so one of the first things you do is acknowledge what I'm feeling right now is safe. That's the first thing you acknowledge. I am sitting where I'm sitting. Nothing's physically happening to me right now, but I am afraid. But you know what? I'm safe, even though I'm remembering what happened, yeah. even though that emotion is being stimulated. Yeah, I'm safe. That's yeah. the first thing you do. Acknowledge it. First thing you do is you acknowledge it. I am afraid because often avoiding fear just exacerbates. It. So it's something that makes it even bigger. I always say fear and pain are a lifetime wide, but they're only a couple inches thick. Because if you turn and decide, I'm going to go through the pain, I'm going to go through the fear, consciously, again, emotional stuff, <laughs> remember that, emotional pain, emotional fear, I'm going to walk myself through this, brave, you are saying your favorite song is, is fighter, well, mine is, is brave. And it's about, I'm going to get brave, I'm going to be okay, I'm going to be safe, and I'm going to face, look at my fear I'm willing, and that's my next favorite word, I'm willing to actually go back to that memory, feel safe, and then I'm. how do we extract the wisdom? We find out, why did I have the experience? There, my experience wasn't meant to define me. My experience was meant to refine me. Mm. So in a... In a I always tell this story about this, uh, those old, old fears. So you're walking down a path by yourself now because of distancing. And you go around a corner and there's a big dog sitting in the middle of the, of the thing. Yep. When you were young, you got bit by a dog. Okay. Or you watched your friend get bit by a dog. It doesn't even have to be you. And you go into terror. There is a dog in front of me and I am so scared. But you haven't stopped and went, is the dog actually menacing? Or is it sitting there with its tongue hanging out? Just like, <laughs> I'm waiting for you to pet it. Like you aren't in the present moment in that moment. You're in your past trauma. 
and it is right there. You do not have to go looking for it. You are terrified of that dog. So what you can do is stop and go, is this dog a threat? So you go into observation. If the dog is sitting there making wolf eye contact with you, that dog's a threat. But if that dog's just, <laughs> and it's just fine, you can then make another decision because right. now you're not just reacting to that old emotional memory. You're actually coming present in my famous words, my husband, that's my husband says they're famous. I don't know if anyone else does <laughs> be where your feet are. That's where everything's happening. So you are no longer the child that got bit by the dog. Wow. You're the person who's standing here right now, right where your feet are. Am I afraid of this dog? That's the wisdom. <laughs> the wisdom is, am I still that emotional memory or not? Right. And do I want to be or not? It becomes a choice, an immediate choice, not an old choice. Now, also, there is an energetic component to this. And that's where I come in. Because if you could do that yeah. all by yourself, why would you yeah. need me for it? <laughs> no, let's talk about this. Because I've often said this, Tannis, is I've often said, you know, I know that I'm feeling something, but I have to work with somebody else to help me get at the root of it and, and then help me move on. And as a result of that, I have a number of different coaches that I work with and always have had more than one. And when I want that real common sense, what do you think is going on with me? I call Linda. Mm -hmm. But, you know, what you're talking about is we can't always find our own way out we're really good at helping other people but when it comes to us boy it is such a new behavior to reach out and say tanis can you help me with this it is and you know i always say i can't see myself because my eyes are stuck inside my head you <laughs> know and so anytime i look in a mirror or ask anybody you know about myself to give me a, an idea of who i am it's always distorted right it's always a distorted view because the mirror distorts the reflection the water distorts the reflection the other person distorts the reflection so it's it's hard to see yourself so sometimes you need and that's why for me, I feel the energetic attachment of the emotional memory, where it is in your body, how it's affecting you now. And basically, I'll help you extract the wisdom. And once I assist you in extracting the wisdom, we'll do visualizations, meditation. I always say I do whatever it takes. People ask you, Tannis, what do you do? I say whatever it takes. It's like whatever it takes to get that old memory, that old emotional memory, that old emotional pattern to let go of you, to uh, apply the highest, fastest vibration to it. So I once had an 11 year old client, 11, he was only 11. And I thought, how am I gonna explain this to him? And I am so grateful because <laughs> it allowed me to bring a very easy way to explain this. When the emotional memory is stuck inside you at its densest state, it's like a big block of ice. It's really heavy, it's really inflexible, it's cold, it bugs you if you have to hold that all the time, that's not fun. It's a giant block of ice, okay? That real dense memory. So what we do is we apply a higher, faster vibration, understanding, compassion, 
gratitude, uh, perspective. We're just going to look at yeah. it from a different point of view. That melts the ice because it's a high, fast vibration, just like heat, right? Yeah. yeah. So it melts it into water. Well, that's a lot better. There's a lot more flexibility, a lot more flow, that water. I, I can move around in this a lot better. Well, I'm not going to stop there. I'm going to apply even higher, faster vibration, more heat to it. I'm really going to embrace this. I'm going to say, who do I want to be in this? And it becomes steam. That's nothing. I could run through that. I can put a balloon and send it up into the atmosphere with that. I mean, so I can, we can take these really dense, heavy experiences that are like ice in your systems. Yeah. And we can apply that higher, faster vibration until you just, it's not, a, it's not a problem anymore. I just went through this and, and I want to get, I want to go, I want to give people like real examples, right? Because we're living now in a really different kind of deal right? Yes. Some people are getting up, they're getting out, they're walking, they're walking with their kids, they're doing things to keep moving. But for the most part, unless you're living maybe in some state in the total mid, 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 midwest, almost everybody else is like, you need to stay in your house. Our governors are like, stay inside for the most part, right? And so you find interesting things to do at home, right? With Mm -hmm. kids and family. So here, I bought a total gym, the fit model, you know, like you see the Chuck Norris guy on the TV, that thing, I bought that. And it's exactly like they said, you get it, you can fold it up. Seriously, it really is. They're they're not kidding about that. Um, And I got a screaming deal on it. And I've had it laying in my, I can't show, if we were on Facebook, I would actually show it to you right now. But it's laying out here and it's been laying out there for a while and I haven't been able to play ping pong but somehow I haven't used it why what am I afraid of I'm not a lazy person but I'm not going to be able to do it I've just let myself haven't played ping pong I've kind of so I had to break it down in steps and this is what I want you to talk about for us you know we can rise up like the Phoenix, Phoenix, but even the Phoenix had to build up momentum. If you ever see any kind of show about the Phoenix, it's not like boom, except if you're the dark Phoenix. That's <laughs> like an X-Men reference. But first thing, pulled it out, opened it up. Thing two, got on the YouTube at home and I pulled up, okay, training. Thing three, got the beginner one, right? Mm-hmm. And then I had to make a decision. I, I made, I, Tennis, I had to say, it's okay if I don't get through the whole thing. Yes. It's okay if I can't keep up with the fitness dude on the TV and these other two people that maybe have like, maybe like a quarter of an a, a inch of fat. But isn't that the work you do to help people, Right. Isn't it inner wisdom, take action, inner wisdom, take action. Tell us about that because now we're, we're stepping into the conversation about fear is safe. That's right. How do we get in the game? Well, first thing you do is recognize that you're a human being and you've had all sorts of experiences (laughs) and those experiences do 
affect you? How couldn't they? I mean, you know, they do. And your willingness to go in and go, but how is it affecting me? I know it did, but is what that happened in the past still stopping me now? Is it stopping me from taking that machine out? Was my fear of failure from when I was a child stopping me from taking that exercise machine out of there? yeah (laughs) right so then now all of a sudden so you think right now you just don't want to exercise that's not true right that's not even a little bit true you know you love to exercise so there's this confusion and you're like but what you don't see is that there's this little girl going but if i get on there and i fail then what then i'm not worthwhile people are going to judge me people are going to say well you're not good enough And all of that from your past was tied up in an exercise machine. Yeah. And so instead you're going to, you said, no, I'm not going to allow that to happen right now. I'm going to walk. If I don't get through it, I'm still going to love me. Like that's huge. That's a quantum leap. That's saying, I'm not going to let that little girl's experience, that ice cube, that giant ice block decide about what I want to do right now and that's that's the magic formula it truly is finding a different perspective looking at it differently I say our whole uh energy field is full of these experiences ice cubes steam water they're in all sorts of form I don't think energy is good or bad I think it's heavy or it's light if it's too heavy it's going to wear me out And that's why fear is safe. You must look that little 11 year old. When I said to him, do you have any ice cubes? Do you have any ice cubes? He said, yes, I hate my father. And I'm like, well, let's work on that ice cube. That's a good one. And you know, I don't know that he'd have been able to articulate that to me. Yeah. And if I hadn't given him an opportunity or some language to do it. And my book literally will take you from that beginning part to this. If if it's not a session or something that you want, um, the book, my book, Talking to Yourself, literally starts, how do I start and how do I keep going? And uh, how do I access all of these emotional memories, these emotional fears? And I'd go through many ways in there to show you how to just walk yourself through that and to get to the wisdom the exciting part, the celebration yeah. part, it'd still be there. You'll still have the memory, but it won't have the saturation. It won't be so, it won't stop you. It will allow you to move forward. So, so don't you find too, and again, before we keep going, I wanted to stop for a minute. How do people get to work with you on all of this? Because if there was ever a time where all of us need a little help, this would be it. And, you know, it's okay if you don't know Mm-hmm. What kind of help you need? See, I think sometimes we don't take that next step because we think we have to know what we actually need. But if we did that, we probably wouldn't need help, <laughs> right? So how can people work with you directly, find out about your upcoming workshops, all of the above, and your book? Where do we, Where do they get copies of your book? Absolutely. I, I want to speak to not knowing. Lots of times my clients come in and I'll say, how can I assist you? And they say, you know what? I don't know why I'm here. 
I love that. I love that. So then I said, oh, do I have carte blanche? I could just go in and find the ice cubes. And they're like, yeah, go for it. <laughs> and then I could just go in and I, and energetically, because that's my sensitivity, I can feel those ice cubes. I can feel what's going on in their body. It's, it's very clear to me. How can you access me? Well, uh, you can sign up for workshops. They're always great. Um, I do take a limited amount of people because I'm very hands-on and I want to support people in between. So I only take between six and eight people in the workshops, but they're all super saturated and fun. Uh, you can read my book, amazon.com, amazon.ca, oh, Amazon, wherever it's there, it's yeah. there for you. Yeah. Apple books, Kindle books. Uh, you can write to me and I will even snail mail you one. <laughs> <laughs> you can go ahead, just email me off my website. I'll send you a book uh, and we can square up somehow or gift it to you, whatever you need. And yeah. uh, also I do one-on-one -on -one sessions. And so those are, those are great for sort of uh, immediate. I find that um, people have a session, then that works with them for yeah. several months. Yeah. The other thing is the custom program, uh, mentorship programs, which are my favorite. I, I know you shouldn't play favorites, but that is really one of my favorites. And that's because I will, uh, will enter into a monthly mentorship program, which you decide what you want. And then uh, we have consistent, we can build on the last uh, session, we can build on the last experience and we can sort of walk our walk each other through, walk you through, and really start to hit those patterns deeper and deeper and deeper. I've had someone I've been working with for over a year, and yeah. she's like, I don't even. I started out absolutely hating my whole family, and now she's writing. You know, her mom's like, I love you. <laughs> it's like <laughs> this incredible experience. But you see, that's why you and I are even here. Right. And I, I want to just talk to that for a minute. I know we've got a couple of minutes left, literally. But you and I are here and you're talking about this because your life experiences had to move you to learn about this. See, this is not something you pick a book out and you figure out, oh, let me read about how to help other people. Because you cannot possibly know the depth of what this feels like living in the pain of fear and how to move out of it. And I think that's why you and I are here because we had to figure out how not to become our pain, right? True. Absolutely. Truer words were never spoken, Dr. Pat. Truer words. Yeah. I want to ask you this. Um, let's take a step ahead and look at the vision. Let's take a look at what we could look forward to in these last couple minutes when we live in the excitement of fear. We can look forward to personal liberation from your fear patterns. Personal liberation, freedom from being um, victimized by your own experiences. Like, wow. And the best thing to do right now is we're getting an incredible period uh, point where we can go in. I saw a perfect poster the other day on Facebook. It said, you can't go outside, go inside. <laughs> that's, like, that's the best. <laughs> can't go outside, go inside. And, and that, there's so much out there. I mean, this is an incredible forum that you've created, Dr. Pat. Thank you. For that, absolute. And there's so many pieces of the puzzle. Not everybody's going to align with how I do this. 
they're not going to align with how you do this. But I know there's like so many people you're going to align with how to do this. They're there. The helpers are there. And we do, I see empathy. I I know everyone's seeing, they're saying fear. Boy, when you were talking about um, the gates and the Amazon, that's empathy. That's, we're we're seeing humanity at work here. We're not seeing just fear. And if we give all the fear, the attention, that's what we see. We, but if we give all the empathy or attention, that's what we see. And then that's what we absorb. Yeah. I got to tell you, one of the greatest lessons of my life that I learned much later on in life was the lesson of humility and how to give back or help another in times when you can't even help yourself. Also, how to hold the ground of faith for people that can't hold that belief for themselves. And isn't that what you do in your work with your clients? Because sometimes that's enough. It is. And then one of my biggest jobs is to keep my own energy free and clear and to face my own fears and to, and to, you know, get, observe my own discomfort so that when they do come in for my assistance, I'm not dragging anything along with me. That's my, I mean, because I don't heal anyone. Let's be real. I don't heal anyone. They heal themselves. <laughs> I guess to hold the space, be the space, have the conversation, tell them what I'm feeling, seeing, knowing, believing, what I'm picking up, and then just being there for them. Yeah. You know, I hear all the time, I don't know why, but I just trust you. What an incredible, what an incredible thing for someone to say to you. Yeah. And they don't even know and, you. you know, that is so true, though, Tannis. If folks listen today, they're going to really get a sense of why people trust you. Thank you for today. Last question and website. What is your personal message? Tannis McRae, everybody, what do you want to leave us with today? If you don't decide who you are in the experience, the experience will always decide who you are. So be the chooser of your experience. Be the chooser. Be where your feet are. Decide who do I want to be in the middle of my own life that's Mm. my that's my biggest message be you do you find you i love it and for me here's what i want to leave everybody with in the same spirit of tannis tannis mccray i choose to be unstoppable i am bigger than any 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 concerns and worries i'm bigger than that the strength of others inspire me daily i focus on my goals i trust my intuition and i live as you live a courageous life 